Yes, yes, Casanovians. All right, hope you're good. Um, in this live stream, I'm going to walk you through how I run Perfect First Date. So this has been inspired by a comment that I got. Um, so there's a guy who asked me, Christian, how do I escalate on a first date? So I thought what I would do instead is just give you my entire first date blueprint. So this was the formula that I use when I first started Cold Approach when I was living in Leeds. Um, it works. It's tried and tested. I've used this um, first date formula plenty of times. Uh, yeah, it works. <laughs> so yeah, let's just get into it. Um, so um, running a first date, how do I run the perfect first date? Just bear in mind as well, this is how I, not how to. This is what's worked for me in the past. Hopefully it works for you as well. So we're going to cover everything that you realistically need to know when it comes to first dates. So we're going to cover mindset. We're going to cover logistics. We're going to cover escalation, all of it. So let's start off at the most important point, which is your mindset. Okay. The mindset that I want you, I want you to adopt when it comes to first dates. Yeah. So for me, the most important thing to recognize when it comes to your first date with a girl. So this is a, this is a girl who you've met through cold approach, right? The sheer fact that this girl is on a date with you is all that you need to know, right? Like, I'm going to be using a mantra throughout this live stream, which is escalation is an expectation, right? Escalation is an expectation. Just absorbing this one sentence alone is going to transform the way that you approach your date. So make a note of it, write it down, remind it, Remind yourself of this aphorism before you actually go on your first date. Expectate escalation is an expectation. Yeah, escalation is an expectation. So think about it from a logical perspective. This girl who you're going on a date with, she could have been doing a million one other things, right? But she's decided to come out on this date with you. 7 p.m. on a Thursday. Like, think about all of the things that she's had, to, all this, all the decisions that she's had to make before coming on this date. She might have had to cancel other plans. She's had to get dressed up. She's had to have made herself look pretty. She's had to tell her friends, oh, I'm going on a date with this guy. She could be doing a million one other things right now, but she's deciding to come on this date with you, which is why you want to view the first date or just view this date as an open goal, you just need to kick the ball in, right? She's on the date because she wants something to happen with you. You're on the date because you want something to happen with her. So it's simply up to you to make this a reality. Yeah, turning up to the date, playing to win rather than playing not to lose. But this mindset is crucial. Escalation is an expectation. She's on this date because she wants something to happen with you. And the other thing that feeds into my overall mindset is abundance, okay? I I believe that to have the perfect first date, you want to be operating from a place of wholeness rather than from a place of lack, which is to say, you want to be rocking up to that first date 
feeling abundant. Yeah, one of the easiest ways to do that is do some approaches before your first date. Yeah, most guys are just, I don't know what most guys do. Most guys are not watching this content, but <laughs> like, I think it's easy. Let's say you've got a date scheduled at 7 p.m. on a Saturday. I think it's easy to spend the entire day with yourself, just like munching on what's it, playing Fortnite, and then, oh, it's 6 p.m., I better get myself ready. I like to feel as abundant as possible before I go on my dates. One of the best ways to do that, I used to do this so much back in the day when I lived in Leeds, just do some approaches. They could be approaches an hour before your date or just, just approaches earlier that day. And if those approaches go well and you get phone numbers, you get contact details from these other girls, then you can be scheduling new dates on top of this date that you're already going on. And, and what is actually... and it. Everyone wins, right? Everyone wins when you're rocking up to the date with this abundant mindset because she's able to receive the best version of you. Yeah, if I've not done anything with my day, if I've not been productive, if I've not been social, if I've not got any exercise that day, I'm feeling like 10% of my best self and the date suffers for that. So you're almost like approaching other girls, building the portfolio, um, getting yourself into the best mindset possible. And then everyone wins. Yeah, it's like you're doing it on behalf of her. Um, because an interesting thing as well, we are going to talk about the, the logistics and stuff, but this is actually the most important thing, like the way that you think, yeah? Like the way that you think dictates the reality that you live. Um, she will most likely have already experienced the escalation in advance. Because think about it, right? You have been this audacious motherfucker, yeah? Like you have been that guy, that 1% guy who's had the audacity to approach her, during the day, you approached her, you've carried a conversation, you've taken her contact details, you've scheduled a date, like, she's perceiving you in a certain way, she's putting you into a different bracket of guys, you are operating in the rarefied realm of men, yeah, like, if she, let's say she's a, she's a student, let's say she's 20 years old, the only guys she's used to are brain-dead students who are eating pot noodles, right? But if you've got a bit about you, you're approaching her, and it, it ties into this notion of virtual selection, yeah? It, it's like, well, this guy, he's approached me, he's probably done this before, he's probably got good results in the past, I'm into it, yeah? Women can smell the abundance on you, but yeah, just doing some approaches before you have your first date, like, if you are feeling nervous, then, you know, don't have, like, five shots of whiskey before you're on your day just do some approaches just to break the ice for yourself break the seal um get some social interaction that day go to the gym exercise just get your aura as powerful and abundant as ma and magnetic as possible and that's going to set you up for the perfect first date but yeah just just keep the this the mantra in mind that escalation is an expectation yeah she's most likely already experienced the escalation in advance you've got an open goal you just need to kick the ball in so that's my Mindset. I think that's super valuable so far and it lays the foundations for everything else that we're going to cover. But yeah, just make sure you, you get your mind right. Yeah, make sure that mindset is on point. Um, let's talk about the actual date, like the actual um, logistics, like how how to navigate this, like where do you take her, um, how, how like what, all that stuff. So what I would do, and by the way, I got 
pretty much everything that I know from running a 10 out of 10 first date. I got it from Tom Torero, RIP. Um, I never met Tom personally, but I consumed so much of his content when I was going through my obsession period with cold approach. Um, and yeah, I thought Tom's uh, first date structure was great. I've tweaked it slightly. I put my own little flavor in there, but most of the stuff that I'm teaching you, I learned from Tom. So yeah, credit where credit is due. So really simple. This is what I did when I used to live in Leeds, right? I would book two venues, right? Two venues. This is how I would run the first date. Two venues, okay? So the first venue would be just a chill type of bar, like no escalation is generally speaking. No, I'm just going to switch hands because my hand is a little bit sore. Um, no escalation is realistically going to happen um, at the first venue. The first venue is just nice and chill. You're probably going to spend about 30 to 40 minutes at this venue. This venue really is the reacclimatization venue, yeah, because she's most likely not seen your face since that initial approach, yeah. So it's just you know, keep it light, keep it chilled. At the first venue, you're going to be sat across from each other, just just nice and chill, yeah? Just like, oh, how are you? How's your week been? Oh, you're at university. Tell me more about that. Just, you know, there can be like some light flirtation in there, but first venue, nice and chill. It's just to get you reacclimatized uh, to one another. So about 30 to 40 minutes here, it's at the second venue where the escalation is going to happen. And one important point to make here. So I explained that the the first date really begins during that first interaction. Yeah, the first date has already started when you approach her for the first time, whether it's at the, the, the museum, on the street, the art gallery, the coffee shop. The way you begin that interaction, so the way you approach her, the way you carry yourself, how convicted you are, the masculine energy that you're giving off, presenting yourself as a leader, as this masculine, uh, attractive figure is going to sweep her off her feet and fulfill all of her fantasies and desires. Like it all starts, like the, the seeds are being planted during that first interaction. I agree with Torero when he said there really is no text game. Like all this, like how to text girls, like guys have, have created like, like, like courses and products and like, like three hour videos on, on texting girls, dude, there is no text game. As long as what Torero said, as long as a day game is solid, the texting is simply a vehicle to get her out on a date. So it's not that your texting sucks. It's that your cold approach sucks. As long as a cold approach is solid, there is no text game. So stop asking me, oh, how do I text? It's not the texting that's an issue. It's your initial conversation. You're not showing up as the person she wants to date. So that's a side note, but that's important as well. Running the, running the perfect first date, it's all about how you've started that initial interaction. This channel is flooded with content, how to approach girls with conviction. So I'm not going to go over it here. Um, but in terms of the first venue, um, nice and chilled here. Yeah, it's the second venue. Oh, that's what I was saying. You, you are crescendoing. Yeah, you're crescendoing towards the close. Yeah, you've 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 um, you've ignited her buying temperature during that first interaction. You, you texting back and forth. Now you've set up the date. Again, the escalation is an expectation. Is it the second venue where the escalation is actually going to happen? Now, before we cover that, because this next thing is super useful and super crucial, don't, so don't skip it. 
when I was living in Leeds, there was a street where I would take all of my dates and it was called Greek Street. Yeah, if you live in Leeds, you'll know Greek Street. It's where all the bars are located. What I suggest that you do is reserve tables ahead of time. Yeah, I learned this the hard way. So when I was early in my journey, I was just... I would invite girls to a bar that I've not even been to yet. So I don't even know the layout. I don't know the seating formations. I don't know what type of chairs they have because, dude, if you go to a bar and, and the only seats there are those, you know, those like high, like super high bar stools. It's like where you have to like swan dive just to kiss her. Like you don't want that. You, you want to have an idea of the bar and the, and the layout ahead of time. Ideally, obviously, like it is what it is if you can't, but I would reserve tables ahead of time. The reason why I did this was because I didn't want to I didn't want to spend the first 20 minutes of the date bar hopping just to find a venue. Yeah, so reserve tables ahead of time. Um when I was living in Leeds, it was free to reserve the tables. So just Google bars in your area and then take the initiative to reserve tables. Yeah. So like during like when you're texting the girl yeah like when you're texting her ideally you want to be the guy who takes the lead who takes charge who takes initiative yeah so it's like meet me here this place this time wear your best dress right but by by reserving the table you're able to speak with this conviction because the plans are already in motion you've been the guy to take care of everything yeah and 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 like they absolutely love this. Like you are the guy who's not only had the audacity to approach her, carry conversation, you're, you're taking care of everything. You're taking the lead. She doesn't have to think. She just needs to show up. And you can, you can, you're able to speak with this dominant lexicon because you're taking charge. And, you know, you're just taking time. You're just taking care to take care. Um, and then a really useful hack, yeah? And this is super useful, when I was booking tables, there's usually a little box. There's usually a little, a little box where you can put in like a personal request. Cozy seating required. Those three words change my dates forever. Cozy seating required. This would be for the second venue. The first venue doesn't really matter where we sit, but the second venue, because the second venue is where the escalation is going to happen. We don't want to be sat across from each other at the second venue. At the second venue, we want to be sat next to each other. Yeah, we want to we want to bridge the gap. So at the second venue, and the second venue would traditionally, I'm just going to swap hands again. The second venue would traditionally be a nicer bar. So the first bar might just be like a pub or a sports bar. The second venue would be usually more swanky. So if you live in Leeds, then uh, Lost and Found was good. Um, there's like this like Thai bar. Well, you can you can find the bars yourself, but um, it's it's at the second venue where the escalation is going to happen. So I would request cozy seating. Cozy seating required. And usually, and usually in Leeds, the bar staff would be great. And, and they usually knew what that meant. Like if you're requesting cozy seating, then you're going to get seating, which is far from the madding crowd. Yeah, You don't want to be like center stage. Yeah, you want to be away from the masses. Like the girl who you're with, she probably doesn't want an audience. Like when it comes to like you escalating things with her, she might do, like she might be into that. But for a first date, 
save yourself the hassle cozy seating required you can ask for uh, private seating but i find just those three words cozy seating required i always got great tables like we always got the exact table that i had in my mind now another good thing to remember or to keep in mind is let's say you haven't requested cozy seating and let's say you get to the second venue and you get shown to a table which does not match your expectations let's say the bar staff want to sit you at a table at the second venue and you're sat across from each other like interview format you don't want that right that is the one thing that you must avoid at the second venue it is paramount that at the second venue you're sat next to each other so this may well mean that you need to grow some balls and are able to tell the bar staff what you want rather than settling for what you're given. Yeah, you're not doing it in some like totalitarian, draconian way that like, I must sit here. No, like it, it teaches you a lot about social dynamics, about, you know, if you get seen, if you get shown to a table and you're not happy with the seating, then just say, no, no, we don't want that one. We're going to have this one. Yeah, like understand social dynamics as well. Like in this in this realm you have the status you are the customer yeah so they're gonna they're gonna want to meet your needs so if you get shown to a table and you're not happy with it then take charge take initiative say oh no this table would be better and then just go and sit down right they're not going to say anything like as long as you act like the most confident man in the room people will just follow and the girl that you're with will be like finally a guy who's got some balls a guy who can just make decisions and take charge and lead me on adventures that the both of us are going to enjoy yeah you don't want to be that guy and i've seen it happen with a lot of guys and it happened with me in the early days where you become an approach machine, right? You become really good at that five-minute sales pitch. But then when it comes to the date and you have to navigate inevitable vicissitudes, you're with this girl for about two hours, you're going from one bar to another, you need to ask, like, when you are handed all of these um, opportunities to demonstrate your your competency as a man then a lot of guys can flounder and fumble here because they've got really good at the sales pitch but when it comes to the date they suck but you know just give yourself to give yourself permission to suck at the start you know what i mean you're not gonna just swap in hands again you're not gonna be like a lothario on the first date but this is just me giving you advice as a brother rather than as a guru um so okay let's say you're at, the, you're at the first venue right now, just imagine, right? You're at the first venue, you sat across from each other, it's nice and chilled, remember, she's on the day because she wants something to happen with you, she is, is viewing uh, your DNA as worthy of replication, that's the way that I'm viewing it, she's on a date with you, she wants something to happen, so hey, that's great, yeah, so celebrate that win, well done, you're getting dates now, this is great, so what you're going to do, because at this point as well, she doesn't know, she doesn't know that you're going to two venues, right? She just thinks, oh, I'm on this date with this guy. He's told me to meet me at, at this bar. She probably thinks she's going to have this two hour date where you're just sat across from each other, like interview style. So after you have both finished your drinks, and again, I got this from Torero, it's genius. You both finish your drinks. Don't stay there any longer than 40 minutes. Just stand up and say, come with me. Right? And she's going to be like, where are we going? And just say something stupid like Disneyland, Wonderland. We're going to go to Narnia. We're going to go to Vegas and get married. And then you just like take her by the hand and you walk her to the second venue. Right? What this does is it creates this beautiful polarizing dynamic and it, it gives her this almost like this <gasps> moment, right? It gives her that sort of moment where it's like, it's all spontaneous now. It's this chaos. It's like, oh, I thought we were just going to stay here and now we're going on this adventure. I don't know where we're going to. He said, we're going to Wonderland. What could that mean? Oh, we're going to go get married. Haha, this is funny. <laughs> like, and then you take her and lead her to the second venue. So in Leeds, like I say, 
I would run my dates on Greek Street. And if you know Greek Street, it's just all the bars which are next to each other. So usually I would just make a joke. I'd be like, oh, I hope you've got your walking shoes on because we have got a lot of mileage to cover. And she's like, oh, where are we going? I've got heels on. It's like, I was like, <laughs> I usually just be like, shut up, let's go. And, um, so I would make, um, I would, I would insinuate, I would make a gesture that we've got so far to go, and then I would just grab her and then take her into the second venue, and you know it was just a nice moment. Like I, I felt good about it. She enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, like logistics, you'll have to work out depending on your city. Um, but yeah, that that part of the day is important. It's fun as well. Like. Dude, all, all of this should be fun. You know, I think guys, and, and I used to be like this back in the day just because I, I lacked exposure and experience. It often feels as though when you're first starting on your dating journey, there's like this, almost like this invisible wall between you and the girl. I think we create so many obstacles in our mind, but my goal with these live streams, all the content that I make, or one of the goals is to make seduction as simple as possible. Yeah, this is why I say to you that game, it's, it's a process of unlearning. Yeah, you already know. It's like being the cultured caveman. Me see girl, me like girl, <laughs> me want to make something happen with girl. So like, don't overthink this stuff. Yeah, she's on the date with you. So play to win, just just go for it. Yeah, and enjoy yourself. Like, dude, you've had to put in a lot of, uh, a lot of effort to get to this point. So just enjoy it for as much as possible. Um, and when you are on this date, this goes back into that abundance men mindset. Like, if you are, if you have got that abundance mindset, yeah, abundance is not always having, but knowing you can have, you want to have that, that take it or leave it mindset, like, I want you, but I don't need you, and you, you can't really fake abundance, you either have it or you don't, and this is why it's, this is paramount, that you master the art of cold approach, so you've always got options, you've always got people in the pipeline, you've always got girls who you can message, you've always got new dates on the horizon, and this is going to allow you to be your best self when you go on the dates and actually enjoy yourself, right? So, Second venue, you've taken her in here, and now what do we say? What is the most crucial factor of the second venue? Exactly. You want to be sat next to each other. And this is where the escalation happens, honestly. At this point, it depends on where her buying temperature is. And this is something that you're always going to work out. This is like female fluency 101. The more girls that you spend time with, the more dates you go on. You're just going to get this intuition. You're just going to be able to act on impulse. But Honestly, it's at the second venue, I'm just aiming to escalate as fast as possible. So because we're going to be sat next to each other, what I would typically do is, this is going to get like super specific, but as we're both sitting down, and I would usually sit on these like sofa seats, like these curved sofa seats. So like we're, we're pretty close to each other. <laughs> there would be a girl there. Um, so like as we're sitting down, I would just like, like extend my arm like this and like gesture her to like, you know, like to, to come into my company. And, and usually they would reciprocate. If they were like, if they were like, oh, what are you doing? I'd be like, shut up, come here. Um, you know, just, I've said it before, like acting like a brother and a, and a father, simultaneously like having this playful charming charisma of the brother who can like take the pace but then also being the, the the father figure who can make the decisions like projecting your proclivity as a protector like no we want this table meet me here at this time yeah even if like even if you feel as though a girl has had too much to drink just actually being able to call that out and be like no you don't need another drink like that is so arousing to girls because it shows that you actually care about them and you actually like yeah, you've got that like that the energy of the father and the energy of the brother like that is like that is next level that that is some we've dropped a lot of sauce in this one but that is some serious sauce right there if you feel as though a girl is too drunk call it out 
yeah call it out call her a taxi be like listen you've had too much to drink now we'll, we'll do this another time when you're more sober like, it doesn't get much more like god level game than that because like you can recognize you have the social intelligence and you're not some like thirsty weirdo who's just like oh i don't care like you know i've not had a date in 10 years like all that fucking weird shit man um but yeah the the expectation is escalation yeah escalation is an expectation um so yeah when when we're sitting down at the second venue because remember as well i said the first date begins during that first interaction like we're always crescendoing to the close like we're always crescendoing towards this kiss towards this like you know it's just like a nice moment where it's like you, there's a lot of tension at this point as well you know there's a lot of tension that's been built up and now it's time like it's just nice so yeah as the two of like as the two of us would be sitting down i would just put my arm around her i might have not i might not go for the kiss at that point but i want to bridge that gap yeah i don't want to be sat across from her um, it's good as well to give her a hug at the start of the date, hold her hand as you're going to the second venue, just <laughs> initiate Kino. <laughs> that's what that's what that's what the fucking gamer guys call it. Is it did you initiate Kino? <laughs> um but yeah, basically by breaking the touch barrier. Um but again, like this the most important thing is escalation is an expectation, right? You're gonna be sick of me saying this, but it, it really is the foundations of the perfect first date. It's the mindset of the expectation is escalation. So yeah, I've got my arm around her. Maybe we're like browsing the menu. We're getting close. We're thinking about, oh, what, what drink should we get next? Um, and then really, when I was running my first dates in Leeds and up to this point, I can tell everything's going well. I'll usually just like put my finger, just put my finger there, like on her like jaw, I guess, yeah, jaw, and just like tilt her head and then that's it like that's that's the only escalation that you need like it, it doesn't need to be complicated like i know when i was learning from torero he had this like clock and he'd be like right you know when you get to this point of the date now you have to and it's like it's just a bit too much for what i think is a stupidly straightforward process as long as you follow the steps which i've outlined you've started that conversation you've approached it with conviction you've carried a conversation you've gone for the clothes you've you've taken care of everything you've made the reservations you've texted her when to meet you um you've showed up on the first venue and you're nice and chilled you're not thirsty you're just like you know how are you you're actually being led by curiosity and then you've you've taken the lead you've taken so like everything up to this point it, it the expectation is there so just like just like, just just go for it it's like the the classic uh aphorism slash mantra which is if you think you can kiss her you could have done so 10 minutes ago yeah so i think that the worst thing that you can do and i think we've all been yeah, i'm just gonna swap hands again we've all been in that position where you leave the date and you just know you didn't go for it <laughs> like that is the worst maybe maybe at the or maybe you can do you can do a lot of things wrong with this maybe you stayed at the maybe you just stayed at one venue for the entire day and you were just sat across from each other interview style maybe you did go to a second venue but you're on those really high bar stools where you couldn't escalate or maybe you just didn't go for it maybe you would maybe you just pussied out like maybe you had plenty of opportunities to go for the kiss but you pussied out for whatever reason if as well if you do go for the kiss and she's like, no, it's too soon, because there's so many factors that go into it as well. It depends on her nationality. It depends where you're dating. Like in, in Rio, for example, I wouldn't even need a second venue. Like this is just more, this is like generally speaking, like what I did when I first started. Um, It's not like, oh, this must be what you do. It depends. It depends on the nationality of the girl. It depends on the city that you're dating in. It depends on the time of day as well. Like I learned the hard way that, 
the evening is where you want these dates. Like, if you want something to happen with the girl that you're on a date with, like, if you want something to happen, like, that day or that evening, yet you want it to, you want to schedule the date in the evening. There is, a, there's nothing seductive about being sat in a Costa coffee at 2 p.m. Like, there is just nothing seductive about that. I think if you want to escalate and you want to make things happen and you want to, you want to, you want to close that cosmic connection off with a, with a, a phantasmagorium of fun, then schedule dates for the evening. Yeah, there's something seductive about the nighttime, about the evening. Yeah, so that's just like a little aside, but that's important as well. Like running the perfect first date. That's why I don't like instant dates. There's nothing seductive about like coffee shop. I just don't like them. Like each their own. If you want to do instant dates, fine. But um, yeah, scheduling a date for the evening, I think, is better. Um, so at this point of the date now, you've done everything right, you've escalated, there's a few other things that you can do as well, like, this is more just to raise the buying temperature, and just, like, make things a bit more saucy, like, something that I would do, is I would actually, so, like, let's say we've kissed at this point, everything's going well, I would, like, if the girl excuses herself to go to the toilet, I would typically text her something while she's going to the toilet, it's like, I'd usually, like, say something like, um, your ass looks unreal as she's, like, going towards the toilet, so it's like, everywhere she goes, there I am, like, I like to create this environment of, like, palpable intensity, um, I just like it, so, like, I will send her a message, like, your, oh, your ass looks unreal as she's in the toilet, so it's like, she's, like, and then she'll get back, and she'll be like, oh, I can't believe, it. it just makes everything, it just creates a really seductive environment, you don't have to do that, but I think think it's fun um so then yeah now you're at the second venue things are going well she's just received an audacious text from you um she's her buying temperature is probably very high at this point also as well i think it's useful when you are on the first date to to screen for her logistics like find because girls will do this as well this comes into being to having female fluency so typically when i was dating girls in leeds they would ask me pretty early on in the date where do you live? Yeah. And most guys are completely oblivious to this. They're like, oh, she's asking me where I live. No, she's finding out what your logistics are. She's working out how long it will take for her to get there. And then she's working, she's working stuff out in her mind. Um, so yeah, if, if girls are asking these things, like, you know, like, where do you live? How far is it? Could we get a taxi? Like she's seeding the pull, right? And it, it can be useful for you to ask her, like, you know, screen for her logistics. Um, I remember I was on a date with this girl once and she she got a phone out. This was in the second venue after after I'd initiated Kino. Um, she got a phone out. She started showing me pictures of her bedroom. <laughs> she was like, "This is where I do this. This is where I do this." I was like, "Oh right, cool. So uh, when are we going there?" Yeah, because like it, it's like the, the expectation is already there. It's like, "All right, cool. When are we going?" Um, so then I think the final thing is, okay, how do you actually take the girl? back like how do you actually take her home um just for the record i'm not into uh one night stands anymore i've gone through that phase i've got it out of my system i don't really believe in the whole casual sex thing anymore like i'm looking for something more sustainable and more nourishing for my soul i spoke about this in previous live streams so um but this is i appreciate there's a lot of guys who are watching this and they just want to they just want to make something happen on the first date. They're still into the idea of one night stands, which is fine. I'm not judging anybody for anything. So again, it should be an expectation. Um, you don't need to do the whole like, oh, I need to go back to mine. I need to charge my phone. I just think that's just a weak way of closing. Again, it's an expectation. So I think 
the best justification you don't need to justify it like at this point you've already done everything right she already knows like she's already down for something to happen you don't need to make some like weak justification like oh do you want to go back and listen to music <laughs> I need to, oh i need to charge my phone no i just said look i've got a bottle of wine back of mine like come with me yeah and like she'll say yes or no it's the same it's the same with all this stuff like the worst that can happen is she rejects your advance you go for the kiss so let's say you do go for the kiss by the way let's say you go for the kiss and she's for, some, for whatever reason she's just not into it maybe she's enjoying the idea of just like making you wait for a little bit i don't know um you don't want to be phased by it right you don't want to be some like little boy throwing his toys out the pram being like i did everything right and she's like no one gives a fuck shut up um or you need to do and again i got this from torero um it's a beautiful um it's a beautiful response to let's say a rejection is listen as a man it's my job to try and, and make an advance and it's your job to say yes or no sir i'm gonna go to the toilet i'm gonna go for a big poo torero didn't say that that's something that i would say i'm gonna go to the toilet i'm gonna go for a big poo um and when i come back just to let you know i'm gonna try and kiss you again in five minutes yeah it's just naming the elephant in the room yeah it's just having this transcendent mastery it's this take it or leave it again this comes in from this place of abundance as well if you've already got three more dates lined up that week or in the not so distant future you are going to be more audacious you are going to be more carefree you are going to be more non-needy yeah this is the energy that we want to be radiating from ourselves if you've only got like if you've only got one girl in the next two months who you're going on a, on a date with then you're going to be way more attached to that outcome so yeah acting as if is i'm sorry there's a massive thumb on, my, on the screen acting as if is good but i don't really think you can fake abundance again this is why you want to be mastering the art of cold approach as quickly as possible abundance is not always having but it's knowing you can have and it just feeds into everything that you do they can smell the abundance on you. Um, so yeah, if if she if she's not down uh, for the kiss at that point, it's not an issue. Just say yeah, cool. I'm gonna go to the toilet, and then in five minutes, I'm gonna try again. And then usually after that point, it's it's kind of done. Um, like a test in a way, I suppose, where she's like maybe she's just thinking, oh, let's see how this guy reacts. Like let's see what happens if I if I shake his frame. <laughs> anyway, yeah, don't be phased by it. It is what it is. Again, you can take it or leave it. Even if nothing, even if nothing happens on this day. Just, just being able to leave with a smile and just be like, yeah, cool, whatever. Like, maybe we can do this again sometime. It's just like not being phased. You know, transcend, it's transcendent mastery. Think about James Bond, that is amused mastery. He's seen it all, he's done it all. Like, he can take it all, leave it. It's fine. There's more girls on the horizon. Um, but yeah, like in terms of getting her back to your place, if that's what you want to happen on that night, yeah, just invite her back for a glass of wine. Or if she, maybe she has better logistics than you, like find out where she lives and then, yeah, like it's it's not complicated. Like just if you've escalated at this point, finish your drinks. Even just be like, I'll call as a taxi. I did that on a few occasions. Didn't get any like where why where are we going? It's just like yo, I'll call as a taxi. All right, cool. She already knows. Like she already knows. Like you know, don't be the guy who's like, oh, I need to go back and and charge my. Like she already knows why you're inviting her back. So. You know, girls are the OGs of game, right? They already know everything. So don't try and like, don't try and kid them. Don't try and pull the wool over their eyes. Like, they already know like that she's on the date because she wants something to happen. The escalation is an expectation. Um, yeah, so just, just keep that in your mind. Like she's on this date with you. She wants something to happen. You've done everything right. Applaud yourself. Operate from that place of wholeness rather than from that place of lack. And you know, life will be sweet. Um, was there anything else that I needed to add? I think I've covered. I think I've covered everything in this video. Um, I'm pr I've probably missed a few things out, but this is me just speaking uh, spontaneously. If I have missed anything out, or if you've got any questions that you want me to answer, then just leave it in the comments below. Um, but I think that's everything. Just, just let's just do a quick recap, just so we actually reiteration is consolidation. Um, you've approached her. 
you know, you've had conviction, you've gone over, delighted in her beauty, you've uh, approached her, you've carried a conversation, you've got the number, you've taken the initiative, you've booked a venue, you've booked both venues, you've got a first venue, you've got a second venue, first venue, nice and chilled, hi, how are you? You look great, how's your cat? Great, still alive, amazing, how's your granddad? Yep, still alive. <laughs> and then second venue, take a hand, be like, oh, let's go, where are we going? Narnia. Um, take her into the second venue, Second venue, remember, cozy seating required. Sit down. As you're on that, transi on that transition period between sitting down, put your arm around her, bring her in. Remember the energy of the brother and the father. Give her a kiss. Happy days. She likes it. She goes to the toilet. Your ass looks unreal. She comes back. Maybe you kiss again. Um, and then <clears throat> you all ask, invite her back for a glass of wine. Red or white. Cool. Yeah, cool. I I'll, I'll book the taxi. She's happy. Then you go both, both go back and you enjoy uh, a magical evening together. Um, that's pretty much it for, for first date, as far as first date goes. Again, seduction is stupidly simple. We just overcomplicate it. Um, I hope that you've taken a lot of value from this. I think it's been a really good live stream. I sound like a day gamer. Hi, I just saw you and you look really good. <laughs> um, but no, um, don't become an approach machine. Remember, we're doing these approaches because we want to get dates. Um, and then, yeah, I think the final, final, final thing is, I, I said it before, but I'll say it one more time, is... Just give yourself permission to have bad dates. I have had so many bad dates. Yeah, so many bad dates where I look back and I'm like, fuck, bro, that's cringy. Like, maybe I didn't go for the kiss. Maybe I didn't lead properly. Maybe I didn't book a venue. So we were just bar hopping for 20 minutes. Maybe we were on those really high bar stools. Maybe I didn't actually have an idea what I was doing. Maybe I just didn't escalate because I was scared. Maybe I didn't have more dates lined up, so I was I was giving off a very needy vibe. Like, whatever. Like, you learn the hard way or you learn the hardest way. And I think the only real way to learn how to have the perfect first date is to go on dates. Oh, but Christian, getting dates is hard. No, it's not. It's only hard because you think it's hard. Um, It's all about the mindset. Mindset is everything. Abundance mindset. Play to win rather than play not to lose. Imagine for some unknown reason, the world is going to end after this first date. So have this Armageddon mindset. Yeah, just like leave nothing on the table. Just know that you went all in. You went for it. Um, And she she respects it as well. You know, like if you're going, like as, as long as you're the guy who just goes after what he wants. Like, okay, I see that girl. She's amazing. Uh, go for the kiss like you know she wants to feel beautiful desired and sexy by you going for the kiss it confirms your attraction for her so yeah like it's a compliment to her so don't pussy out going for the kiss escalation is an expectation write that down uh, on a napkin stuff it up your nose and then w walk up turn up to that date being like i am the seduction walrus <laughs> how are you um and she's like, sorry, my, my date's actually behind you um but no that's good i think that's really useful uh, if you enjoyed this live stream drop it a like um, the, um, the final thing is, um, the, the free coaching session that I'm running the vision vault. So you can DM me the word vault on Instagram at Christian magician is my Instagram handle. Um, if you don't have Instagram and you want to take advantage of the vision vault, cause I'm only letting 10 guys in. If you want to be considered for the free coaching session with me, then you can drop me an email as well. So my email is ukdaygame at gmail.com. So just drop me that email if you're interested in the vision vault. I appreciate not every guy has Instagram. Um, but yeah, just drop me an email, ukdaygame at gmail.com. Just express your interest uh, for the vision vault, which is just a free coaching session with me, which is going to show you what being in the entourage is like. Um, and yeah, that's everything from me. Um, love yous. Bye.